urgent, urgent, urgent. Oh, no. Yes. It's time for you to leave a review. If you've been listening to our podcast week after week, leave a review at ratethispodcast.com. It would help us a lot. First of all, it's ratethispodcast.com slash mom, and you make it sound like there's an emergency going on over here. It is an urgent request. Okay. We appreciate if you could rate and review the podcast. Thank you. You are listening to a pleasure podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. You've never seen these things? No, why I'm would I look? I'm going to show you. I'm going to show no, you. No, I don't right want to see this. I yeah, don't want to see this you. right now. It's a dick cage. Oh, all right. I've seen penis a dick cage. cage. You've never seen a penis like, cage. For cuckolds and all that kind of stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. You did, you put this on and this the, is not someone a cage. has the key usually. Oh, I, I looked Cam. up dentist cage. No, wait. Okay, this is not a It's thing. called a chastity cage, mother. I know, but I'm saying to you. A chastity cock cage. Here we go. Look at this. You put your dick in there. Can you imagine getting an erection with that shit? Oh, that's scary shit. It's uncomfortable to talk about sex, but sometimes it's important to get uncomfortable. Sex Talk with My Mom is the best mom-son podcast about sex. It's the only one as well. My mother is a cougar. My son is a clown. In a nutshell, my dad died, so my mother decided to create a YouTube channel all about sex, like all mothers do. And then my son decides to use my material in his stand-up comedy routines. And thus, Sex Talk with My Mom was born. Welcome to Sex Talk with My Mom. I'm Cam Poder. And I'm Karen Lee Poder. And we are chatting about sex. Mother, let's lube it up. This is our new segment presented by Uber Lube, our favorite lubricant. We get to ask each other some questions to help lubricate this conversation around sex. Feel free to use these questions with your loved ones. Okay, Mother, what's your question of the day? If you could have sex with anyone famous, dead or alive, who would it be? There is a, I believe she's a, a Russian pole dancer that I'm following on Instagram that I would like to have sex with. Oh my God, that could actually come true. She's got uh, like 66,000 followers. Yeah. She, I don't understand a fucking word she's saying in Russian. That, that always is a plus. I don't even know if it's Russian. I would have sex with her. Oh, you would succumb to having sex with her. If she wanted to have sex, I would have sex, consensual sex. Of course, I wouldn't have it any other way. We both have to consent, including me. Well, how do you consent if you don't know how to speak the same language? That's, this is, that is a problem. This is a problem. Especially I, what if you're do doing you, mime at the time? I think she speaks English, though. Do you think oh. I should slide into those DMs? See if anything comes back? Sure, why not? What do you think I should say to her? Uh, hey, nice stripping no. on Instagram. I'd no. like to have sex with you. Do you speak English? No, because that sounds like the kind of stuff I get from my viewers. Okay, so do you have any other suggestions? I don't think people realize how difficult pole dancing is and you mastered it oh it's a nice heartfelt compliment yes i like that okay who would you have sex with dead or alive oh well brad pitt brad pitt yep i'm going big still with brad pitt You've yes been i'm with sorry the brad pitt for years oh excuse me you, you can't come up with anything new no wow i, I mean consider- it could have been george clooney or brad pitt all right either one wow not even whitey Whitey is a boy. He's a boy. You want a man. I need a man. So Brad Pitt. I don't think you're too far away from that. You could probably make that happen. I am seven degrees far away from that one. (laughs) It could be 1,700. Wow. I wonder how many people in the world would respond Brad Pitt. All right. A lot. Here's the question I have for you. What? When was the last time you were rejected by someone? Oh, my gosh. That's a tough one. 
<laughs> I never get rejected. I take nothing personally, so I don't get rejected. I mean, I was wondering mainly romantically. Romantically, I'm with a guy that doesn't reject me. Yeah. So then I'm I'm not rejected. Yeah. So for f- how long have you been together? 13 and a half years. You've never been rejected. Pure, pure not, well, I mean, if, if one of us suggested sex or something and the other oh. one wasn't in the mood, I don't take that as a rejection. I just take it as, hey, someone's not in the mood. So how often does that happen? Fairly often. Really? No, I'm just kidding. I don't honest. know. I think you should be honest. Uh, how often does it happen that one of us want, is in the mood and the other is not? Yeah. Well, we've got a rhythm now. So you you know if like the other person's not feeling it. You yeah, should... I can tell. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So you still are dodging the question. I'm dodging. Would you say it's once a month that you want to have sex and he does not? More often, probably. Okay. <laughs> All right. But I'm not like dying to either. To be honest, it's just a suggestion. A suggestion. If he says yes or no, I'll go with it. If he just says no, I'm not going to be hurt. I'm going to be like, okay, good idea. Let's go watch TV and chill. It's kind of like, hey, do you want Chinese food tonight? And he's like, nah, okay, let's go get some Mexican food or something like that. Exactly. I like the honesty. But then, That's you know, the you type don't... of lube it up I want to hear. What about you? I'm rejected so often. <laughs> it's okay. unbelievable. Sexual rejection? Sexual, personal, professional. <laughs> do I ever reject you? Nope. My mother never rejects me. It was very sweet. Is it, I mean, as evidenced by what I did all day Saturday. Yeah, Friday. Friday, you tried to get Friday? a tux with me. I didn't try to get a tux with you. You called. We succeeded you, you, at you, getting a tuxedo. You texted me and said, would you want to go tuxedo shopping with me? I believe that ends our segment of Lube It Up. I feel lubed up. Thank you, Uber Lube, our favorite high-grade silicone lubricant made with just a little silicone and vitamin E. And it's always great for oral, anal, and vaginal sex. It's the one that dermatologists recommend. Why? Because it keeps that pH balance in balance. And you don't want to be off balance, especially if you're a Libra. If you are not using lube, whether for sex of all sorts, or even just to put on your ass while you're running, maybe put in your hair to tame those frizzies. Put in your vag while you're spinning. Uber Lube is the best lube on the market. You can put it all over your goddamn sheets. And it won't even leave a stain. Wetter is better. Wetter is better. And smellier is not better, by the way. And Uber Lube is scentless and tasteless. So you can smell au natural. Hey, we can offer them a discount. We can. 10% off and free shipping. Just use code MOM at uberlube.com. U-B-E-R lube.com. Use code MOM. You'll get 10% off our favorite lube. Don't sleep on this, people. Moving on. Okay, so my life was a little hectic this week because I did not have D's in town. So I decided to get together with everybody that I haven't gotten together with in a while. So, oh, yeah. Like he's the ball and chain that's locking He's such you a down. ball and chain on me. No, um, it just worked out that I had out of town guests in town and things like that. But I was up in my apartment building and I, I met up and I bumped into Michael Blackson, who we've had on a show, episode. 311. How about that? I looked it up. Oh, yeah. wow. Stepping in and doing the work. It was called Michael Blackson Guesses Mom's Bra Size. Oh, okay. It was a real funny episode. But anyway. He's a comedian. By he's the way. a very hilarious stand up comedian. And I had just done a TikTok video where I, someone asked what my hard limits are. Hmm. You know what hard limits mean? No. I thought you would know. You're all into the SM talk and everything. What do you mean I'm all in the S&M talk? I know you are. I've never heard of hard limits. Yeah, hard limits. It's like, okay, these are my boundaries. I can't go past this. I'm guessing yes. Okay. Okay, well, anyway, I had just done a TikTok video with him, and I said, Michael, what do you think my hard limits should be? 
And after looking me up and down, he said, never give pussy away for free. Never give the pussy away for free? That was his, that's his hard limit. So then I go, So well, you're always going to be profiting when having sex. Somehow I'm doing that. So then I asked him how much he thinks I'm worth. Okay. And again, it's good to look, ask that look, to a stranger. Oh, well, I, he's a comedian. Okay. He looks me up and down and says 200 bucks. 200 bucks? I said, what the fuck? That's so cheap. He said, that's COVID prices, <laughs> which I thought was hilarious. And did you have any hilarious things to talk about in your life? I've had uh, some very awkward social interactions recently. Okay. I think the year and a half of isolation has really made me awkward. I get that. Yeah? Yeah, I feel awkward too. I met a baby yesterday. And I haven't seen these people in maybe years. And they're like, hey, this is our new kid. And I was like, oh, this is my godchild. I don't know why I said that. I don't either. It was a weird statement. I wish Are I had made it. Are you close with this family? And did they ask Not you? at all close. Oh my God, this is your god. I don't know why I said that. I think that I'm just having to understand that I'm going to be clumsy with my words these days. I think something is wrong with me completely about that. What do you mean? I'm missing words half the time too. I think it's when we're so isolated, you aren't used to talking to people, making yeah. small talk. Yeah, I'm making small talk. And I think it's, I'm just going to be okay with, yeah, I'm going to go up to this person. I might have a very fucking awkward conversation. Well, why did you say you were their godfather? Or I don't know. One-on-one, -on -one, it's fine. If you add more than one person to the mix, I'm t trying to take care of both parties, th them and the, whoever the third part person is. What do you mean is. you're trying to take care Everyone's of? Everyone's got it. different incentives in what? the conversation. Why do you feel the need to MC all conversations? I don't know. I, I just feel uh, that's a good point. I don't know. I feel like this is a clumsy, awkward conversation that we're having right now. We're getting clumsy again? We're getting clumsy as fuck right now. You can be my dog's godfather because the dog <laughs> is... I'm ready to drop kick the dog out the window. Yeah, I am too. And he started eating my new shoes. I almost killed him. It's unbelievable how extreme I feel about him. I have these polar opposite feelings. One minute, I cannot stand how cute he is. I love him. He's so fluffy and <laughs> he's so adorable. Looks up to me with love in his eyes. And the other minute, I'm ready. He doesn't stop barking while I'm trying to do yoga. And I'm ready to lose my marbles. Yeah, I'm... It's the patience of a saint that you have. I think so. And the it, thought that we almost got his sister for you. Oh, my God. Thank you. The dog would have been here is what it would have, what it would have happened. No, I don't want two of them. You would end up with two. I know. I would end up on the balcony, over the balcony myself. Yeah. You actually were quite generous this weekend. And I want to thank you for that. What did I do? You helped me in one of my least favorite activities I could possibly imagine. Cleaning the apartment? No. What? You didn't help me clean my apartment. I, so that's the only thing I can think of was least likely to... You helped me get a tuxedo for a wedding. Oh, boy, yes. That was a complete <laughs> you disaster. Was, it was extremely generous of you because I fucking hate that. Well, and, I, and you went along for the ride. I called you on Friday morning. I said, I didn't realize I need a fucking tux for the wedding next weekend. And we went and we tackled the situation. Well, I don't understand how you knew you had a wedding coming up and you wait till a week before to, to figure out where you're going to get a tux. First of all, I didn't even know I needed a tux. And so what then... What made you think you needed a tux? I saw something on the invitation that said something about black tie. Okay, so what happened? Pick you up, we go to Macy's. Macy's a fucking shit show. I thought it was a nice store. Well, it was, but I think they had like a big sale going on. And whenever there's a sale, you're going to get hundreds of people swarming in like there's no COVID. People were fucking coughing on me. There's boxes open everywhere. Mumbling to it themselves. Took, uh, maybe a full hour to, to go through the checkout line. And Sneaky Freaks, if you don't know Cam by now, he's very thorough. He takes a lot of time deliberating 
about what he should wear. And he looks at all the different jackets. I thought it was good. I I did well this time. You didn't do that great. I did really well. First, you start looking at like a burgundy color and and you start looking at, I'm like, you know, if you're getting one tux, you should get a nice black tux. But nope, you wanted to get something else. First of all, the only one that fit me was a white tux. Well, then you decided you wanted a white tux. Okay. So I bought the fucking white tux. Okay. Well, you bought the tux after you deliberated for hours, and then we had to find pants, and the pants were mismatched with the tux. Then we couldn't find the right uh, shirt. We looked through every single shirt. At a certain point, I gave up on going to the fitting room, and I just was literally in the middle of Macy's in my boxers. Okay, literally, if somebody is a patron for 25 and up, I'm going to send them the video. I have a video of you that I... Wait, you're not just giving away videos of me and my boxers. Oh, yeah. In the middle of Macy's with people walking by. He takes off all his clothes except his boxers. No shame whatsoever. I don't give a flying fuck. Okay, but the point is you were in public. Anyway, $25 patrons and up, you get a sneaky freak video of Cam. Okay, anyway, I got back. I see my sister and she tells me, you got a white tux? Yeah, nobody nobody thought it was a good idea. You thought it was a great idea. You said it looked like Johnny Depp. I thought for the money to wear one time, it was okay. But, you know, in, in looking back, I didn't think it was a good idea. Well, she told me that you can't wear white because it upstages the bride. And I didn't want to tell you that I texted Dee's and he said the same thing. Don't let him wear white. Why didn't you tell me this? It was very helpful. I thought you'd get angry at Dee's. Get angry? I just wouldn't buy the fucking thing. Well, anyway, he said not to do it. Your sister said not to do it. I actually thought, well, it'd be clown-like if you did it. So I bought the goddamn shit, and then I went it back to... It did look good. I went to Men's Warehouse the next day to get the shirt to go underneath it, and then I realized they also said, no, you can't wear the fucking white tux. They don't yeah. even sell white tux. I get another there. call from you saying, oh, my God, they said not to wear the white tux. So I'm having a full-blown panic attack in Men's Warehouse. I eventually just look at the invitation that was texted to me. What do you mean you eventually looked? You you said all along you had the invitation. They sent me a website invitation. What you, what's a website invitation? What are you talking about? You know, about? They, they send websites these days. No. You don't get, I didn't get a paper invite. You know that they sent paper and they probably didn't know where you lived. I look at the website and it says black tie optional. 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 Yeah, optional. Do you know what optional means? Means that you can wear one, but you don't have to. And if you don't have a tux, you don't need to go out and buy one. How am I supposed to know that? That's what the word optional means. Why did they even put black tie in there? Why, that, to be- me, indicates just wear a black tie. You can wear anything else. No. You can wear a fucking naked with just a black tie. That's no. all it's saying. And black- you don't even need to wear the black tie. Cam- you can just be naked. Cam, black tie means that you can wear a tuxedo if you all want to want to wear it. I thought if it mentions black tie, you have to wear a tuxedo. Oh, my God. I can't believe we wasted all that time. So I went back and I returned all the fucking oh the white tux. I didn't get the black tux. And I went home and I have this old ass dark suit that I'm going to wear. And you probably look just fine. I look kind of schlubby in it, but I'll wear it anyway. Anyway. Well, that's the reason why they allowed the optional so that you don't have to wear a schlubby suit. And everybody looks at the people that aren't wearing tux and they're like, oh, they're a schlub. I'm going to be a schlub. You're I don't give a, a flying schlub. fuck. It's better than upstaging the bride. I agree. You should not be wearing the white tux. All right. Is the groom wearing white? The groom is not wearing white. Anyway, let's move on. Do you know your dad popped out with a white tux and a top hat and cane? Isn't that nice? I've been doing a lot of soul searching recently, mother. Based on what color tux you should wear? Yes. I'm thinking about tuxes and I'm thinking about women's. Are you thinking about weddings? Is that what you mean? No, but I'm thinking about my relationships as things open up. Here's what I'm realizing. Well, oh no. Yeah, what? 
What? what? You what? don't care about your son's realizations? No. Uh, what? What? What have you realized? I realized that everyone enters a relationship with an idea of where that relationship is going to go in the future. Okay. You mean, you mean like like if you're sitting at a restaurant and you're thinking, should I go up and talk to a person, a stranger? I'm thinking if you go on a date with someone. Oh, you're talking about more of like dates. Everyone has different durations for what they're looking for. Some people are like, I'm looking to date this person to see if we can be in a long-term relationship where we are companions, we have kids, and we have the whole, we die together. Oh my and God. And then there are other people that go to the, a date and they're thinking to themselves, the extent of this relationship is that we're going to have fun for this night. We're going to see how it goes. If it goes well, we'll hang out again. Now, where These do you... are very different. This is very different size of the spectrums, and we're, we know there's no language around this. All right, all right, all right. Where do you fit into this? What What are you looking for? Well, what do you in want? In the past, I have been worried about getting involved in a relationship where we sit on different sides of the spectrum. So you normally want what? Normally, I get so in my fucking head that I just want to say, okay, we're going to hang out tonight, and we're going to see how it goes. And if you know, if we want to hang out again, we'll hang out again. And if we do this long enough, we'll consider a longer term relationship. That's my ideal. Okay, and in the past, I've kind of assumed that anyone I'm involved with wants a longer term situation right off the bat. Because you're just a catch. No. What? Because I, I've kind of been taught that by my sister and seeing what she expected when she was dating. Your sister? My sister. What does your sister have to do with this? My sister told me, do not fuck around with girls if you don't think you're going to be in a long term relationship with them. So she's protective of all the females that you've ever encountered. Exactly. But some of those females probably didn't even want, you know, full-blown relationships. Oh. You know what I'm saying here? Yeah, I know what you're saying. So you're saying that it's all your sister's fault. I'm not blaming my sister. Okay. I'm just saying there was a, something that she shared with me that impacted me. Do you feel like if she hadn't shared that with you, your life would have been on a completely different trajectory? I would have. I probably would have explored much more. Because what I do is that I would meet women and I would assume, okay, they're going to be wanting something long-term. And if I don't see this immediately as being something potentially sustainable in the long term i should just not get into it and then i would avoid i've avoided a lot of relationships and now you is this because of all the testosterone that's going on what because you're you're fighting now and you're being a boxer so you think and now you're you should, your testosterone is like caveman like i'm just going to take some women and do what i want with and them ravage and as long as it's consensual i'm going to just ravage them and dump them no. And what is this? Absolutely not. I'm actually realizing that if I'm going to give any relationship a sort of chance, I have to express my needs right up front. And what, one of my needs are like, okay, we have to get rid of this presumption that we're going to be in a long-term relationship in the future. Like, let's take it day by day and see how it goes. You know what's going to happen? What? You're going to go into this thing. And you're going to say, you know, it's, it's probably not going to turn into anything. And you know what's going to happen? It's going to turn into something. I know, because it, it, you have to give it some room to breathe. And I get in my head so much that I don't allow any of that room to breathe. So that's why I need this. So, so it's actually beneficial for us to establish that there are zero expectations going on here. All right, we'll see how this goes. What, where do you think these assumptions <laughs> even come from? You think, I don't do you know. think it's true that what, what media and culture says, like I, all the women want the longer-term no, relationships? I think that media and culture doesn't have a clue what's going on. I so, think I know what's going on. What? I think that there's some times in women's lives where they're ready to have a relationship and have a family and things like that. It has to do with age, biological clock, shit like that. Yeah. And then I think there's some women that inevitably just want freedom all the time and they don't really want to be in a relationship and mm -hmm. that's fine too. Yeah. Then you have those that, are, you know, depending on if they just got out of a relationship, they may want just casual sex. Yeah. we. I mean, everyone has such different approaches to pleasure. Depending on time. It's a completely different 
person to person. Why are we not talking about this up front? Why don't we have the language to talk about this? Well, it's well, irritating. You, you don't want to do that right from the get-go. Cause I, yeah, I do. Okay, so you're going to, first of all, you're going to barrage them with questions about their, it's not a barrage. their, their health issues. Yeah, I know you. It's not a barrage. When, the barrage with the questions. health issues don't come into until I'm physically intimate with them, which I think is an appropriate time to discuss what's so going you're, on you're going to ask all this shit about, like, I want to see your STD records. No, and, I'm not going to say that. What are you going to say? I'm usually trusting. If I trust the person, I'm going to trust them if they say that they're, they've gotten tested recently. And then you got to ask about the whole COVID thing. What, what are you doing here? I'm doing nothing. <laughs> Why can't I just say, yes, I'm look, I want more open communication right off the bat about our assumptions and what we're expecting from the relationship. I, I thought all along that you were very open. I didn't have the language around it. Who, I didn't who know gave you the language? My therapist. Oh, you're learning. I'm learning. My, uh, my therapist is, is basically teaching me how to date. I like that. All right, so will you keep the sneaky freaks appraised? Uh, yes, appraised I will. Of- I, I, th- I encourage everyone to have that type of conversation up front because it will reduce a lot of anxiety because you could figure out if you're on different pages, you'll, you'll be able to be aware of that. Well, I just, you know, I think a lot of it depends on just the first date and how it's going. You don't need to have any kind of discussion on the exactly. first date. Exactly. You don't need it on the so first date. So what date is this that you're talking about? Uh, third or fourth date saying, okay, what what are you hoping for with you this? You see, with when I was single, there was never more than one or two dates. Oh. I never got that far. Oh, wow. Yeah, one or two dates. And even the first date, it was about as far as I could take it. Yeah. Usually by then I know chemistry or no chemistry, I can tell right there. But even if you have the chemistry... If I have you the chemistry, it doesn't suggest game over. that you need a fucking long-term relationship. No, that means that it could be a fuck buddy relationship. Could be a fuck buddy. Yeah, but usually fuck buddies are if there's an inherent problem that can't be resolved. What like do you mean? One person wants kids, the other doesn't. One. Yeah, but why do we need these like fake boundaries that make it like that automatically create the the distance? What's why a can't fake we... boundary? That could be. It's that is like an inherent boundary. So you're getting into a relationship because you know you can't have a future with someone. Like, yeah. oh, this person lives in a completely different country, so I can't be in a relationship with... Though, and they're fake because you could always get into a relationship with these people. Do you know what I'm saying? So why are you having the conversation? You have the conversation because I'm saying even if you don't want kids... All right, I think you're getting a little riled up here. I'm getting riled up. I'm getting, right. What's going much, on with the testosterone? It's too much boxing. The boxing. It, 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 you're wearing boxing I'm, shoes right I now. I am obsessed with the fucking Muay Thai boxing... And, and I think it's affecting your entire life because you're getting very hostile. I get it. I get agitated very easily. It's a very low threshold. It's yeah. a testosterone being released. It really, I, do, I feel like when I open the door, the fucking handle can crumble in my hands. Oh my God. You're turning that's into Rocky Balboa. The fucking testosterone that's flying through me. Who would have thought that? I had no idea I had this testosterone. I don't know why. You with the little patch of sores. You take testosterone, don't you? I take a very mild, mild amount. You should just take lessons with my coach. Slide. I have zero desire to learn kickboxing. What about regular boxing? I don't want to box. I don't want to do anything physical that's <laughs> not necessary. It's not necessary. It, I feel destroyed after every fucking The lesson. only time that I've had a lesson in self-defense was with a very good-looking guy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> did you take it because he was good looking yes of course did you feel very safe in his presence yes of course well i would highly recommend boxing to anyone who's trying to harness the animal energy in them and it is he, wonderful i think you maybe that in the combination with your therapist has turned you into a 
Alpha. Are you an alpha? I don't know. I don't believe in any of that alpha bullshit. Alpha shit. bullshit. Yeah, I heard someone debunk this recently. It's, it is a bunch of bullshit. Yeah, the, 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 the real alphas, if you look into nature, are they're actually people that are considered of the whole community. It's not just like, oh, we're going to climb our way to the top. Sneaky freaks, if you want to weigh in on this. 310-356-3920. Text us there. Let us know your thoughts on the assumptions at the beginning of a relationship. I'm, I, you know, I'm exploring this. I'd love to hear what you guys think. Or what about in the middle of that relationship when, when feelings change? I'm always open to the conversation. What I'm not open to is the, is the like pretending like the conversation doesn't fucking exist. I can't stand it. But even if you the have that, con- you can me. have that conversation, and the person says, "Oh yeah, I can handle this purely sexual relationship with you." And next thing you know, she's angry because you don't want to see her again. I'm not even saying I want a purely sexual relationship. Well, I guess in certain <laughs> certain people, I might want that with, but I think yeah, it's still on it's on them to respect our, the boundaries that we've set for one another. I like I said, girls are just as horny as guys. Yeah, so I might find someone who actually wants more sex than I do and just wants to use me. What is that? Use me by Bill Withers. Oh. Are you like my mother and me and need just a little help relaxing? Do you have problems not only falling asleep but staying asleep? Do you experience crippling anxiety that make you pull out your hair to the extent that you get a cyst? Okay, Cam. What can we offer them? Sunset Lake CBD. I have been using Sunset Lake CBD for the past several weeks, and I got to tell you, it has changed my life. I'm completely in love with the CBD. I do a tincture before I go to bed. And it literally has let me sleep several more hours than I'm used to. My mother and I took one of these 25 milligram fudges together. We had a wonderful evening together, didn't we? Yeah. We are huge fans of Sunset Lake CBD because it's a farmer-owned business that ships high-quality CBD directly from their farm to your door. It was a Vermont dairy farm producing delicious milk for Ben and Jerry's ice cream. Yeah, they basically made the premium milk massaging those cows' udders. Oh my God. Anyway, then in 2018, they diversified and started growing premium hemp for CBD. This is the highest quality product on the market and they use environmentally sustainable farming practices. And they ship to all 50 states. They offer a wide range of products from CBD gummies and fudge to tinctures and salves. Perfect products to help you manage your stress, aches, and pains. And when you're relaxed, do you know what else it has helped? What? My orgasms. No way. I swear to God, I take these CBDs and I don't know what's going on, but my orgasms are better. Right now, Sunset Lake CBD is offering our listeners 20% off your entire order when you go to sunsetlakecbd.com and enter code MOM at checkout. Just visit sunsetlakecbd.com and enter code MOM at checkout to get 20% off the entire store. That link is in our episode description. Sunset Lake CBD. Farmer owned, Vermont grown. Moot, have you ever said no to oral sex when you wanted to say yes? I'm going to say that's a resounding yes. Really? Yes. When has that happened? Say I just wasn't groomed down there, didn't smell good, there was, got that period, all the other shit going on down there. You were not oral ready. I was not oral ready and I needed to be. 
Well, we have a solution for this exact scenario. They're called laurels. Laurels are a single-use natural latex panty designed to be worn during oral sex and rimming. Basically, they're these very sexy black latex undies. They're super stretchy latex. Allows for tongue and finger penetration even simultaneously. So someone can go down on you without the worry of you getting period blood on them or you're concerned that you didn't wash your ass and you get shit all over their face. <laughs> oh my God. You don't need to worry about this. They are known as the world's first oral sex panties, aka laurels. They're individually packaged in a pocket-sized pouch so you can take them on the go, whip them out whenever you feel like you're about to get some oral. For listeners of our show, Laurels is giving 15% off your first purchase today at mylaurels.com. That's www.mylaurels.com using code MOM, M-O-M. That's www.mylaurels.com and use code MOM to get 15% off your first purchase today. Did you want to talk about a hit on or shit on that you received this week? We're at a point where we're just getting hit on and shit on all over the place. We get your texts, your comments, your fucking carrier pigeons, and we don't know whether they're hit ons or shit ons. And we we take this time to unpack them. What are you unpacking, mother? I'm wondering what Vincent says to me. Okay. And I noticed it was like at three in the morning that night. You know, whenever you get the uh, email at three in the morning, you always question motives. Okay. Oh, boy. Hi, Karen. How are you? And this is, by the way, there's not a stitch's punctuation. In this not thing. a stitch. Not a stitch. Hi, Karen. How are you? I want to make love affairs with you. Oh. I ask your opinion on this issue. I is your consideration in response. Oh, wow. <laughs> was this was this like voice to text? Is this why it's all fucked up over here? I have no idea if this is a, I can't spell. I'm from a different country. I just want to make love affairs. So I guess it's a it's a hit on because he wants to make love affairs. It's a hit on for you and a shit on for D's. <laughs> D's. He's used to it already. Are you responding to this, Vincent, or no? Um, I was wondering what your thoughts were on me responding to Vincent. I don't think it's worth your consideration in, as your consideration in response. I don't think it's worth that. Okay. No, no responding to Vincent. Would you recommend that I send this similar comment to your perspective women i I don't even know her name this russian woman i think you should write that i i think you should say dear russian woman how are you i want to make love affairs with you i ask your opinion on this issue i is your consideration in response (laughs) and see what she says (laughs) there's gonna be a a lot lost in translation a lot lost but maybe it'll be good maybe this person will be ready for that special relationship you're looking for yeah all right. Well, thank you, Vincent, for giving me that fuel. Yeah, he provided you with fuel. Fuel. Speaking of fuel, yeah, it's time for Mom's News. Mom's News. Mom's News. Mom's News, the segment of our show where my mother shares earth-shattering, groundbreaking, must-know info. Mother, what we got today? So we have something from HuffPost. Now, it's not the regular Huffington Post. It's their weird news. Not safe for... What is it? What does that mean? Not safe. NSFW? Yes. Not safe for work? Yeah. Not safe for work news. <laughs> I ventured away from my typical standbys. And I am blown away. I'm not using the mirror today. I'm going right for the HuffPost Huff Huff weird news. Yes. Yep. This Couldn't is, be from the normal news section. No, it had to no. be from the weird news. Weird news. Doctors remove wedding ring from man's penis. 
Oh no! Oh, oh yes. no! Here we go. I hate it already. I, I hate it so much. The well, image. Yeah. Okay. A 28-year-old South African endured a rare case of penile strangulation. Oh! After squeezing his wedding ring around his sex organ for no. a, for erotic reasons, according to the no. South African Medical Journal. What do you think erotic reasons means? Is it? What do you think is going on there? What do you mean? What's going on there? What do you think's going on? It's like a whole BDSM constrangulation oh, situation. I, I didn't. I don't you know they got those cages and everything. You're, you're and showing put, you're showing me a visual with your hand, and I'm I don't have a dictum, you know, to. You've never seen these things? No. Why would I'm gonna I show you. I'm gonna show no, you. No, I don't right want to see this. I yeah, don't want to see this you. right now. It's a dick cage. Oh, all right. I've seen penis a dick cage. Ca- you've never seen the penis like, cage for cuckolds and all that kind of stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. You did, you put this on. And this the, is not a cage. Someone has the key usually. Oh, I I looked up dentist cage. No, wait. Okay, this is not a... It's thing. called a chastity cage, mother. I know, but I'm saying a to... A chastity oh, cock God, cage. here we go. Look at this. You put your dick in there. Can you imagine getting an erection with that shit? Oh, that's scary shit. That's that's metal. That's scary. It looks like I'm at a gynecologist's office. This that is, is no good. All right. BSM shit. Well, the unnamed man was apparently attempting to use the wedding rings as a substitute cock ring. Oh, no. A sex toy that holds blood in the penis to heighten sexual response. Oh, I'm familiar with the cock ring. Why? Are you kidding me? No, I mean, are you using cock rings? No, I don't need any help <laughs> keeping my dick hard at all. In fact, See, at some time, I'm like, okay, that's enough of that. Okay, well, here you go. The, the ring caused the man's penis to swell up so much that he was unable to remove it. Can you imagine the angst, the, the pure <laughs> terror of having this thing strangling your bulbous? I don't even like... I don't like putting on my friend's rings because I somehow think that I'm going to swell up and it's going to get stuck on my finger. Right. Well, how would you like it on your dick? Unbelievable. How skinny was his dick to even get that thing on in the first place? I guess it wasn't so skinny because it needed to be surgically removed. Well, we didn't get to that part. (laughs) The the ring caused the man's penis to swell up so much that he was unable to remove it. Oh, my God. When the patient's mother brought him to the hospital, the patient's mother, what about the person who was with? Would you bring me to the hospital if if my dick swelled up in a wedding ring? I would. You would? Would you laugh at me or would you just say? I would probably be, knowing me, I would be inside. You'd be dying. I'd be dying inside. I would just be like... this is so typical, the thing, the thing that would happen to Cam. Where's the wife? Why isn't the I, wife? Who says it? It doesn't even say if you, yeah, wedding ring. Obviously, there is a wife, right? Well, I well, guess it could be gay marriage. That's true, too. Who the hell knows? Well, whatever. They brought him to the hospital in Limpupu. Four hours later, his penis was erect and blue, according to doctors. Oh. Can you imagine if your penis was blue? I can't handle that. At image. first, doctors tried to cut the ring off with a tiny surgical saw, but that failed because, can you imagine... I wonder if you're an emergency room doctor in Limpapu and you see this happening, do you want to laugh or do you, you want to cry? You definitely want to laugh and you're kind of horror struck as well. And he had, why would you have a tiny surgical saw? But anyway, the, <laughs> that failed because the swelling made it difficult to get close to the ring without causing further injury, according to the paper. Doctors oh. eventually made multiple puncture aspirations with a syringe and a pink needle to reduce... Why'd they say pink needle to reduce the swelling? I mean, why do they have to add the pink part? I don't know what that's an interesting little, I mean, that's an interesting visual. The patient was given antibiotics and painkillers, presumably with a strong suggestion not to do this again. The journal noted no proper guidelines exist for the treatment of this condition. (laughs) So the best method is the one with a successful outcome. They don't have a protocol for when you come in with a fucking ring around your dick. Yes, they don't. Wow. I guess his somehow survived and his dick is intact. 
Thank God for Thank this Thank God. Talk about learning from your mistakes. You think he's going to ever put that wedding ring back on his dick at all? I don't think he'll ever put anything in his dick. I'm, I'm I wouldn't wear that wedding ring ever again. I think I would never use my dick again. You would have horror memories every time you put that's that like wedding ring That's like PTSD. Yeah. Or PTD. Yeah. PTSD. What's yeah. going on? I don't know. That's what I was telling you. We we're talking about talking. Yeah. It's It's gone. My verbalization skills are in, in the toilet. Well, I want to thank you sincerely for that mom's news. Thank you. Mom's news. Mom's news. Mom's news. Somehow, you know how they say dogs have an innate, innate sense of people? Yeah. Your dog has just gone to sleep. Oh, is that because we're about to start the fucking best segment of the goddamn show? I don't know, but he's yawning like crazy. It's the time of the week you guys have all been waiting for. No. That part of your day that makes you alive. Oh, my God. It's Cam's Uppers. Oh, my God. I'm ready to die. That's right, folks. Cam's Uppers. It's the the place to be. Fun living is the life for me. It's Cam's Uppers, the segment of the show where I get to share something near and dear to my heart, something that my mother typically finds. That's me snoring. Or... Boring. Or. Humdrum. Humdrum. It's Cam's uppers. And by the way, my dog is wide the fuck awake. Well, because you you freaked him out when you started screaming at the top of your lungs. You got to get people hyped, mom, because they know that this is the fucking segment. They know it's a shit. I actually wanted to bring up a little idea that I'm playing with. What is that? That I mentioned to you last night, actually, which is taking up space. Okay. 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 So you. I think you said I take up a lot of space. I said you take up the space you're given. Okay. And then you said, doesn't everyone? And I think you actually might be right with that question. Wait, sneaky freaks! Did you hear that? He said I might be right about something. I think we take up the space we're fucking given, like a liquid. You put a liquid in any sort of vessel, it'll take the form of that vessel. Yes. You know. So with Buddy, for example, the dog. He takes up a lot of space. You have to put him in a cage, in a little cell, every time we leave the apartment, right? Yes. The reason being, why? He'll tear apart the entire apartment. Yeah, if you give him full reign of the apartment, he'll fucking tear up everything. Yes. He'll take up the fucking space he's given. Okay. The same applies for fucking all aspects of our life. What about an old dog that doesn't take up all this space? Well, he's he's grown into the space. Okay. He's learned. Okay. I, I heard an incredible story recently about responsibility. Okay. And it involves a patched eye. A patched eye. A patched eye. You had a patched eye when you were growing I up. I did have a patched eye. I had glasses and I had a lazy eye. Yeah. Although it wasn't wandering. It was just a lot weaker. So it in order to strengthen that eye, yep. when I was seven years old, my mother took me to the doctor the eye doctor gave me a patch to wear over my fucking glasses as if it were nothing. And you know what that eye doctor said to you? What? Well, he's never going to be Michael Jordan. I didn't need to hear that shit. I know. Like, like by the way, like your eyes would be the only thing dissuading you from being Michael <laughs> Jordan. <laughs> I would also say it didn't help my ego to wear <laughs> glasses with a patch on it. And the felt patch had a dinosaur on the patch. And if that weren't enough, the dinosaur on the patch was wearing a patch and it said Patchosaurus underneath it. Oh, no. Patchosaurus is not a fun thing to come into second grade with. But you were so cute. I was so cute. But my friend was telling me about this situation where her sibling had to wear a patch and they've caught this much younger 
Okay. Five years old. The kid needed to wear a patch. I think you were about five. I was seven. Okay. It was way too late. For, it was a waste All of right. two years of patching. So basically, you are now blaming this on me. I'm not blaming. I'm just stating what happened. You now blamed something on your sister and something on me. I'm not Anybody blaming. Else? There's no blame game. Okay, there's blame game going There's on. Not, no blaming. Can no, I just someone, talk about this five-year-old? Someone got in when they were five. Yeah, well, the five-year-old that, had a very responsible mother who that, fucking... <laughs> Went to the eye doctor at the appropriate time. And then are, is the friend's brother or whoever this is, do they have good eyesight? I don't think it helped them actually either. Oh. Actually, it might have fixed it. I don't know. Here's the point. That little kid did not want to wear the patch. It was one of those skin-colored patches that you just yeah, kind of stick on you your fucking eye. Yeah, well, you, you tried the skin-colored one. You almost ripped out all my fucking eyelashes from that shit. Yeah, every day you got to put that, that Band-Aid over your eye. Yeah, it's a terrible look. Anyway... <laughs> Can I just continue it looks on? Looks like you're missing Can an I eye. Can I say one fucking thing? I just had this vision of like if you had that, <laughs> if your bandaid on there, it looks like you're missing an eye. I don't know why we didn't do just a pirate patch. It would have been much better. A pirate patch. Loved it. I saw my neighbor was wearing one today. Well, she's you like can a still nine year old one. woman. <laughs> I would have been down with that. Right. I was also thinking about like what are the kids thinking in that family? Like the, they're little tiny kids, and they see their their grandma show up with a fucking pirate patch on. Oh, what yo, are they thinking? Ho, happened to ho, the... oh, a pirate's life for me. Yeah, what happened? What? Well, grandma became a pirate. That's yeah. kind of what I wanted. You wanted to be a, a grandmother pirate. Yes. All right. Okay, so this five-year-old refused to wear the fucking patch. Okay? The mother would put it on, the patch would come off. And she would start freaking out. She happened to be in this, like, child-rearing social work class. Something you would like. And the, the teacher said to her, do you have any questions? And she's like, yes, how do I get my kid to wear a fucking patch? And the teacher says, this sounds weird, but just give your son some chore to do in the house. It could be anything, but just give the kid a chore to do in the house. And the next day, the mother says, okay, you're five years old, but you're going to make eggs for the whole fucking house, the whole family. So she, she kind of guides him how to make the eggs. He makes the whole fucking eggs. They finally finish it. He serves everyone, this little five-year-old. And afterwards, he goes, okay. I think I actually need to wear my patch now. Why? And he goes and gets the fucking patch. What? Yes. Why? What does Because when you give someone autonomy and responsibility, the space to be a fucking adult human when you're five years old, then you start taking on other responsibility. You step up to the plate. It is kind of like training Buddy. Is that right or what? Buddy, if I give him food, if I give him treats, he responds better to all aspects of his life. Exactly. Which is why he's not completely. Yeah, he's sleeping he's right sound now. Sound asleep. He's he, if a dog could snore, he's snoring. But is this is this remarkable? So we, I think it involves trust and just trusting. If I give the space and the responsibility and the time and the the, the you know what I think place to this person, they they'll step up. I think the kid needed to see the eggs and he couldn't see them without the patch. <laughs> started getting dizzy. He was, he was seeing like double vision of blurred eggs. Well, this was a very impactful story for me, and I hope you take it to heart in all of your relationships, and we can move on from Cam's Uppers is a place to be. Did you like that or what? Oh, it was a little bit boring. I liked it. All right, Sneaky great. Freaks, what do you think? Hit us up at 310-356-3920. That's right. Wow. Mother... We've come to the end of our show. Can you believe it? No, 
know because we didn't have a chance to do any of the listener questions or anything. We didn't have many questions. We had a lot of people saying that they were describing their sexual, you know, relationships with us. But are you interested what? in those? Yes. What kind of sexual relationships? <laughs> I'm much more right. interested in that than uh, mom's news. Boring. Uh, okay. I, I well, mean, wait, wait. Go back. I didn't mean mom's. Oh no, news. I'm going to keep that in. No. Yeah, I, that was I, a Freudian I, slip I, that I, I think meant meant something. <laughs> Go back. Yeah, no, Mom's News was the most boring segment of the fucking show today. It was not. It was yes, very it was. exciting. No, moving right along to Just the Tip. Just the Tip. So someone had requested that we talk with a sub-dom relationship that was female-led in their dynamic. And I got a lot of responses to this text message. Okay. And some of them were people just saying, I'm not in that relationship, but I'll tell you the relationship I am in. Would you like me to read some of these? Yeah. Okay, so this is someone who said, uh, we'll just call this person D. I would love to discuss the pleasures of a hybrid, I call it. I love for my woman to always have multiple cream pies and eating her to the point of her coming again, even squirting to always keep me going. I'm not a, a deprived cuckold because I also enjoy being a bull and find it the most exciting and pleasurable to go in her after she already is full of cum. Although I'm straight, the woman's excitement can push my levels to enjoy her wants, which could be interaction with the male with no limits. As long as she is either participating or being pleasured, the sessions can go for hours. I was taught at a young age to please women and learn to love it. Let's talk. Could you see yourself doing this? The cuckolding thing? Yeah, I mean... It sounds that, like this guy that's is thing. down to be on either side of the cuckold, yeah, which I, I don't hear that too often. I do. You do? I've heard it before. The double, the bull or the, yeah, the cuck. Yeah, I mean, it happens. Anything happens these days. Anything happens these days. I think that pretty much everybody's like, let's just do it. What I, the fuck? Why not? I, yeah, I've considered... Because I, when I was on field, I saw there were a lot of people looking for the hot wife cuckold situation. And I was thinking to myself... Oh, you know, I'd, I'd like to have sex with a woman, but then I got this guy just kind of watching. Yeah. And I was like, what's I mean, going yeah, through this just, guy's mind right now? Let me just Is say, he like thinking I'm such a little shitty guy in the sack <laughs> and he's getting turned on by that? No. Why do you think he'd be looking down at you? Yeah, looking down on me somehow. I, but I, I just I guess can't imagine that. He thing. says it's for his humiliation, this guy. I can't imagine the anxiety that you'd be going through. The anxiety. Oh, my God. It would come so quickly and then the fucking... <laughs> The, the cuckold's like, what the fuck was that? What the, was it? <laughs> oh, God. He and wanted. I become the fucking cuckold in this situation. <laughs> I, I could see this happening. Huh? Well, he, this guy probably would actually do well with me because he likes to play both sides of it. Yeah. Uh, I think you should just say, let's, he said, let's talk. Maybe he means it. Let's just do this. We should have a conversation with this Freaky guy. Freaky freaks, let, let Cam know if you think he should do this. He no, should. he's not saying that I will, will yeah. be involved with this fantasy. Yeah, let's talk. Let's talk. I heard that. You know, we got another one that said, hey, Cam, we are hot wife or cuckold with some humiliation and a very strong and trusting relationship. If that comes up in the future, we're very open to it. Thanks for hitting us up. We are huge fans. Thank you very much. And a lot of that going on there. There's a, you know, I'm, I'm amazed by how many people, they're involved in these cuckold hot wife situations and they want to share about it. Because it's a turn on for them to think, well, I am watching my significant other get pleased and that's a turn on. Mm-hmm. So it's not even necessarily about humiliation, although for the first guy, it didn't sound like it was humiliation. For this guy, it did sound like it was humiliation related. What about you? I'm not into the humiliation part. Maybe on stage I am. I think that's kind of what clown is, just a humiliation play. 
I think we should wrap up this little segment of just a tip with the listener texts. But I want everyone to know they should feel free to slide into these texts anytime you so desire. 310-356-3920. I want to thank our newest patrons. We got more sneaky freaks in the fam. It is so fun to see you have a new patron. Jessica W. and Johnny H. You guys are freaking sweethearts. Thank you for supporting our show financially, keeping our lights on, emotional support, and you guys get free bonus content, a monthly Zoom call with us and the other sneaky freaks, and access to our Discord channel, which is a super fun chat room. Basically, I'd like to say thank you to all the ongoing support we've gotten from our Patreon members. For years, some of these people have been supporting us, so thank you very much. It really does mean a lot. Thank you. I also want to thank everyone who's left us ratings and reviews. We did get a rating review, and thank God it wasn't a negative one. This one says, relatable and hilarious. Great duo. Their topics and problems are very relatable to almost everyone. Thank you. What do you think related to people this week, Mother? It's pretty often that people have this fantasy of taking their rings and sticking it (laughs) on their dick and making a makeshift cock ring. I think that's right. It's totally it. This person goes on to say, very funny and entertaining. 100% recommend five stars cams uppers how sweet you're lying about the cams uppers they they signed their name cams uppers oh my god can you fucking believe it this is my favorite hilarious that is very funny thank you so much did you write that no i didn't fucking write our own review i have written reviews for us in the past but that was not mine (laughs) that was not mine anyway i want to thank everyone for listening you guys are just a, a wonderful ray of sunshine in our lives. We know that you have other alternatives to listening because there's millions of podcasts out there and we thank you for listening to ours. Just one note, we will be off the air next week as I will be traveling to a wedding and a little rendezvous in Mexico. We'll be back the following week. So hold on to your panties and stay tuned. Sing about mother. And let me tell you about the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees and having a cock ring on your little peenies. <laughs> All right. Love you. Love you. Bye. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane. So shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply.